Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to another very special Gospel Truth broadcast. This week, I've been interviewing John Tesh, and I tell you, it's been powerful hearing about how God supernaturally healed him of cancer. But John has been an interviewer himself on Entertainment Tonight for over 10 years, and he wanted to interview me. So today, we're going to do something brand new, and John is going to be interviewing me. So stay tuned for the Gospel Truth. A lot of the questions I'm, I'm going to ask you in this conversation are, are questions that, that, that pop up on, on my Facebook page, for example, or even through email from people who are listening about, about my healing. And, and, uh, and they, they have questions that sometimes I, I, I can't answer. You know, for, for example, um, what, how do we know that let me put it this way. There are some people who believe that, that, that God puts sickness on them to teach them to teach them something. I believe, again, that that doctrine came up because it's a way of justifying a person being sick and yeah, not getting yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And so we put the blame on God. And I think it's a cop-out. But if you really believe... Here, let me just say it this way. If you really believe that God is the one that makes you sick, why would you go to the doctor mm. and spend money and go take all of these pills and stuff trying to get out of the will of God. That's really inconsistent. If God made you sick to teach you something, and if your suffering is going to somehow or another make you a better person, well, then suffer to the max. Don't take a pill to dull the pain. Right. Don't try and get well. You should be learning what you're doing. And, of course, that doesn't make sense. So God's not the one that puts suffering on you. God is the one who told us not to eat of the tree. And when we ate of the tree, when Adam and Eve ate of the tree, they're the ones that unleashed death. And it says in Hebrews chapter 2, I believe it's verse 15, that Jesus came to destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Scripture very clearly makes, makes clear that Satan is the one who brings sickness and disease. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, he says, the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus said He was the perfect representation of the Father. He only did what He saw the Father do, and He never one time made a person sick. He never one time said, you haven't learned your lesson. You haven't suffered enough. And if He represented God the Father perfectly, well, then that means God is not the one that puts sickness on you because He never did that. He never allowed a person to stay sick. The only people who did not get healed under Jesus' ministries were people that would not receive, Mark chapter 6. He couldn't do any mighty works because of their unbelief, not because of His. What about the argument that... Uh, I, I've heard this uh, many times before from some of our, you know, our fans on, on Facebook in particular, that, that uh, you know, uh, God uh, created these, uh, these surgeons and doctors and gave them... The, uh, the the smarts and the education to to heal us, and so we should we should be using them for our healing. Well, I don't doubt that God has inspired some of the things that happened because, uh, like for instance, uh, you know, pasteurized milk. Louis Pasteur, he was a Christian, and he prayed and believed God, and 
AND THE SALT VACCINE. I'VE HEARD TESTIMONIES THAT THEY PRAYED AND THEY BELIEVE THAT THAT WAS AN ANSWER TO GOD. SO THERE'S NO DOUBT THAT GOD HAS USED SOME OF THOSE THINGS. BUT WHEN YOU SAY THAT, PEOPLE SAY THAT SO THAT YOU JUST TRUST THE DOCTORS AS IF THIS IS GOD'S WAY mm -hmm. OF DEALING WITH EVERYTHING. AND I BELIEVE THAT DOCTORS ARE MEN'S ABILITY. SOME OF IT IS INSPIRED BY GOD, BUT ALSO THE NUMBER ONE PLACE TO GET INFECTION IN THE WORLD IS IN A HOSPITAL. Uh -huh. THERE ARE MORE PEOPLE KILLED BY MALPRACTICE THAN ARE KILLED BY SOME OF THE MAJOR DISEASES. AND IF YOU'RE GOING TO JUST SAY THAT DOCTORS ARE GOD'S METHOD, WELL, THEN YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE TO ALSO BLAME GOD FOR ALL THE MALPRACTICE AND ALL OF THE BAD THINGS THAT HAPPEN. I BELIEVE THAT DOCTORS ARE MAN'S ABILITY. THERE ARE SOME THINGS THAT THEY'VE DONE THAT WERE INSPIRED OF GOD, BUT I THINK, JOHN, that IF THE LORD TARRIES and, AND IF THINGS CONTINUE FOR ANOTHER HUNDRED YEARS BEFORE HE COMES BACK, PEOPLE ARE GOING TO LOOK BACK AT OUR DAY AND AGE AND THE MEDICAL TREATMENTS THAT THEY GAVE YOU, THIS CARPET BOMB RADIATION AND STUFF, THAT, MAN, IT STOPS YOUR BOWEL FUNCTIONS, YOUR SEXUAL FUNCTIONS. PEOPLE WILL LOOK BACK AND THINK THAT WAS BARBARIC. Yeah. CAN YOU BELIEVE THAT THOSE PEOPLE ACTUALLY DID THIS? Yeah, IT'S LIKE LEECHES, RIGHT? YEAH. Yeah. It's, YEAH. WASHINGTON WAS BLED TO DEATH yeah. BY LEECHES BECAUSE THAT WAS THE MEDICAL PRACTICE OF THE DAY. SO I'M NOT AGAINST DOCTORS. I BELIEVE THAT DOCTORS ARE MAN'S ABILITY. THERE ARE SOME THINGS THAT THEY CAN DO THAT ARE GOOD, BUT THERE'S ALSO MISTAKES THAT YOU MAKE. AND SO, LIKE IN YOUR SITUATION, THE FIRST GO AROUND TO CANCER, YOUR FAITH WASN'T TO THAT POINT, AND DOCTORS KEPT YOU ALIVE. BUT AS YOU GREW IN THE LORD, YOU GOT TO A PLACE WHERE, MAN, YOU DIDN'T HAVE TO HAVE THAT. GOD JUST SUPERNATURALLY HEALED YOU. AND THAT'S REALLY AN, an IMPORTANT uh, PART OF THIS, TOO, IS it, it's, IT'S PERSONAL. YOU CAN'T JUST SAY, OKAY, EVERYBODY, uh, DON'T GO TO THE DOCTOR ANYMORE. Because YOU REALLY HAVE TO FIGURE OUT, and, AND YOU SPOKE THIS INTO MY HEART, TOO, WHEN WE WERE ON THE PHONE WITH YOU WHEN I WAS TRYING TO FIGURE OUT uh, IN THE MIDDLE OF MY TREATMENTS, YOU KNOW, I BELIEVE THAT I'M HEALED, BUT, uh, but SHOULD I STILL GO GET this, THIS TREATMENT? AND YOU SAID OVER THE PHONE, JOHN, I BELIEVE THAT YOU'RE HEALED, BUT YOU GOT TO FIGURE OUT WHAT YOU HAVE FAITH FOR. HOW DO YOU FIGURE OUT WHAT YOU HAVE FAITH FOR? I, ONE OF THE BEST WAYS IS LET THE PEACE OF GOD RULE IN YOUR HEART, COLOSSIANS 3.15. THAT'S A SCRIPTURE I USE FOR A LOT OF STUFF. AND I THINK THAT FIRST GO AROUND OF CANCER TREATMENTS, IF YOU WOULD HAVE HEARD ME AND THAT, YOU KNOW, I'VE SEEN MY SON RAISED FROM THE DEAD AND THESE SUPERNATURAL THINGS HAPPEN, AND IF YOU WOULD HAVE JUST SAID, WELL, ANDREW BELIEVED, I'M GOING TO DO IT, BUT IF YOU WOULD HAVE GONE THAT ROUTE, YOU WOULD HAVE BEEN TERRIFIED. Yeah. YOU WOULD HAVE BEEN DEALING yeah. WITH FEAR. AND SO YOU DIDN'T HAVE PEACE. BUT THEN WHEN YOU CAME AROUND THE SECOND uh, ROUND, YOU DIDN'T HAVE PEACE ABOUT GOING THROUGH ALL OF THAT STUFF AND THE POTENTIAL PROBLEMS. So. YOU MAY NOT HAVE USED THAT TERMINOLOGY OR THAT SCRIPTURE, BUT THAT'S LITERALLY WHAT YOU DID. YOU JUST FOLLOWED THE PEACE. AND I'VE HEARD YOU, uh, SPEAKING TO THAT, I'VE HEARD YOU TALK BEFORE ABOUT HOW IMPORTANT IT IS IN, in, the, um, uh, in, in, IN THE PROCESS OF GETTING HEALED, THE PROCESS OF JUST LIVING YOUR LIFE, OF RENEWING YOUR MIND. AND WHEN I TELL PEOLE, well, YOU NEED TO you need to UNDERSTAND HOW TO RENEW YOUR MIND, CAN YOU GIVE US A DESCRIPTION OF, of WHAT THAT IS? How, HOW DOES THAT LOOK? WELL, THE VERSES THAT THE LORD USED TO CHANGE MY LIFE IS ROMANS 12, 1 AND 2. AND VERSE 2 SPECIFICALLY SAYS, DON'T BE CONFORMED TO THIS WORLD, TALKING ABOUT the, THEIR WAY OF THINKING, BECAUSE AS A MAN THINKS uh, IN HIS HEART, SO IS HE. SO DON'T BE CONFORMED TO THIS WORLD, BUT BE TRANSFORMED. AND THE WORD TRANSFORMED IS A GREEK WORD, METAMORPHO. IT'S WHERE WE GET THE WORD METAMORPHOSIS FROM, WHERE A CATERPILLAR SPINS A COCOON AND COMES OUT THIS BEAUTIFUL BUTTERFLY. YOU GET TRANSFORMED BY THE RENEWING OF YOUR MIND, AND YOU PROVE THE GOOD, ACCEPTABLE, AND PERFECT WILL OF GOD. SO TAKING THE WORD OF GOD AND STUDYING IT IS THE MOST TRANSFORMATIONAL THING THAT A PERSON CAN POSSIBLY DO.
I actually have a series, an entire series out entitled Effortless Change that is about nothing but this one thing that Jesus called the Word a seed. And when you plant a seed, that seed doesn't strive, struggle, groan. You don't see a tree just groan and let out a deal and then boom, here's an apple. It's just the nature of that seed to produce after its own kind. And this is the incorruptible seed of God's Word. And when we meditate in it day and night, we will make our way prosperous is the promise in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. So the renewing of your mind cannot be done without the Bible. It's the most important thing. And what's the greatest enemy of, of mind renewal? Well, I think it could be different for different people. I'd say as a, as a general rule, it's just we get so occupied uh, over in the book of Mark chapter 4 where Jesus was teaching on this very thing about the sower sowing the seed. Uh, it says that uh, cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in and it chokes the Word. And I believe that our modern society, especially with uh, Facebook, like I guess we're doing Facebook, there's good things about it. It can be used good. But I've read things that the average person spends like six to eight hours a day mm -hmm. on their phone. And if they have a free moment, you know, I travel, I'm sure you see the same thing, but in uh, uh, airports, I'll often look around and I can see 50 or 100 people in an area and every person will be on some device doing right. something. They never have a down moment to think and allow God to speak to them. They are constantly feeding themselves on something and most of the time it's not the Word of God. I used to feel like I could, um, I could watch a TV series or I could binge watch some crime show or something like that and then I could set it aside and that my mind would still be uh, renewed. And, and I soon realized just from, from listening to your teaching and, and, and reading the Word that I was still, it was still depositing into my subconscious and into my heart, right? Even if it's not sinful, if it's not ungodly as such, it's just normalizing uh, carnal, natural thinking. And it makes you relate to the natural realm. When Peter walked on the water to go to Jesus, it says he took his eyes off of Jesus and saw the wind and the waves. That wasn't sinful. It wasn't evil, but it was natural. And he was doing something that was supernatural. And to keep walking on the water, he had to keep his focus on Jesus. When he just looked at the natural, well, not sinful stuff, he began to sing. Oh, that's good. And so the same thing will happen to us. It doesn't have to be sinful. It just has to be natural. And we've got to have some contact with the natural world. If you're driving a car, you don't want to drive with your eyes closed and do it by faith. So we have to function in the natural world. But to just reinforce it and spend an hour or two, five hours a day just thinking on things that don't help you in the spiritual realm, it's a hindrance to your spiritual growth. Yeah. I want to go back and get something uh, with the Holy Spirit because there was a conversation that uh, Connie and I had. Um, it, wh what is the, <laughs> this is probably a big question, what is the difference between God and Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit? And when Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit, the, the Helper, was that the same as Jesus and God, the same, same power, same message? Well, you know, this, you're talking about the Trinity and it's impossible to, I believe, fully comprehend it. You just have to accept it. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And we just can't understand that because they are separate, 
BECAUSE LIKE WHEN JESUS DIED, THIS IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT SOME PEOPLE DON'T BELIEVE THAT JESUS REALLY DIED. THEY BELIEVE IT WAS SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, uh, YOU KNOW, AN ILLUSION THAT GOD DID OR SOMETHING, BECAUSE HOW COULD GOD DIE? How, HOW COULD HE GO TO HELL? HOW COULD HE DIE? AND SO SOME PEOPLE CAN'T WRAP THEIR BRAIN AROUND IT. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, THEY, they SAY THAT THEY HAD TO BE SEPARATE. AND YET JESUS MADE THE POINT THAT IF YOU'VE SEEN ME, YOU'VE SEEN THE FATHER. IF YOU DON'T HONOR ME, THEN YOU DON'T HONOR THE FATHER. I AND THE FATHER ARE ONE. THE ANGELS AT THE BIRTH OF JESUS SAID, YOU KNOW, GO SEE CHRIST, THE LORD. AND THE WORD FOR LORD THERE IS GOD ALMIGHTY. AND SO, ANYWAY, THEY SAY THAT THEY'RE DIFFERENT. THE HOLY SPIRIT, JESUS, AND THE FATHER, THEY'RE THREE DISTINCT MANIFESTATIONS OF GOD, AND YET ONE OF THE GREATEST TRUTHS ESTABLISHED IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, ESPECIALLY DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 6, THE LORD OUR GOD IS ONE GOD. WE DON'T HAVE THREE GODS. Mm -hmm. WE HAVE ONE GOD, BUT HE CAN MANIFEST HIMSELF AS FATHER, SON, AND THE HOLY SPIRIT, AND THEY ARE ALL ONE. AND AGAIN, I CAN'T UNDERSTAND IT. I'VE JUST ACCEPTED IT. PEOPLE WILL USE THE EXAMPLE OF LIKE AN EGG THAT HAS A SHELL, A YOLK, Mm -hmm. AND THEN THE WIDE OF IT. BUT THOSE ARE... EVEN THOUGH IT ILLUSTRATES IT TO A DEGREE, THEY ARE SEPARATE. AND YOU CAN SEPARATE THE YOKE FROM THE WIDE. BUT right. YOU CAN'T REALLY SEPARATE GOD EXCEPT IN TERMS OF DISCUSSION. THAT PEOPLE WILL TALK ABOUT WATER CAN, and can EXIST AS A SOLID AND A LIQUID AND A VAPOR. BUT AGAIN, THEY CAN'T DO ALL THREE OF THOSE AT THE SAME TIME. AND YET OUR GOD CAN. SO I DON'T KNOW HOW TO EXPLAIN IT, BUT I'VE ACCEPTED IT. AND I BELIEVE THAT THERE IS FATHER, SON, AND THE HOLY SPIRIT. ACTS CHAPTER 5 CALLS THE HOLY SPIRIT GOD. It SAYS, YOU HAVE LIED TO GOD. AND THEN HE TURNED AROUND AND SAYS, YOU LIED TO THE HOLY SPIRIT. USED THEM INTERCHANGEABLY. YEAH. WHICH BRINGS US TO... I GET BACK TO, YOU KNOW, HOW TO... PEOPLE WHO ARE WATCHING THIS AND GOING, OKAY, I GET THIS. I GET THE MIND RENEWAL. BUT um, wh wh WHERE DO I GET STARTED? SHOULD I MEMORIZE TWO OR THREE SCRIPTURES? SHOULD I NOT WATCH uh, uh, ER ANYMORE? I MEAN, <laughs> I mean what, you know, what, what, HOW DO YOU START? WELL, THE FIRST THING IS TO GET STARTED. NOW, I DO BELIEVE THAT THERE'S BETTER WAYS TO START, BUT SOME PEOPLE, BECAUSE THEY DON'T KNOW WHERE TO START, THEY WON'T START AT right, ALL. RIGHT, SURE. AND YOU WOULD BE BETTER OFF TO START ANY PLACE IN THE BIBLE THAN TO NOT START AT ALL. BUT THERE ARE SPECIFIC THINGS, AND LIKE, FOR INSTANCE, WITH YOU, THE WAY THAT GOD GOT YOU ON THIS TRACK WAS LISTENING TO yep. A TEACHING THAT yep. I HAD yep. ON PRAYER. Yep. AND YOU CAN TAKE PEOPLE WHO'VE ALREADY SPENT DECADES STUDYING THE WORD AND THEY'VE LEARNED SOME OF THESE THINGS AND THEN THEY CAN CONDENSE IT. AND LIKE IF YOU'RE WANTING HEALING, YOU CAN GO GET TEACHING ON JUST yep. HEALING, WHICH IF ALL YOU DID WAS READ THROUGH THE BIBLE FROM COVER TO COVER, AND IF YOU DID IT FOR 20 YEARS, YOU'D EVENTUALLY GET IT. BUT YOU MAY NOT HAVE 20 YEARS. Yeah. SO YOU CAN GO AND GET SOMEBODY ELSE WHO'S ALREADY STUDIED THESE THINGS AND YOU CAN LISTEN TO THEM. SO THAT WILL GET YOU STARTED and, AND HELP YOU ACCOMPLISH THINGS IN A QUICK WAY. BUT THERE'S ALSO A POTENTIAL DANGER WITH THAT, AND THAT IS THAT THAT PERSON MAY NOT BE TELLING YOU ALL OF THE TRUTH. Yeah. THEY MAY BE MISREPRESENTING SOME THINGS. SO YOU HAVE TO REALLY HAVE A HEART THAT'S OPEN TO GOD AND LET THE HOLY SPIRIT HERE TELL YOU TO EAT THIS AND SPIT OUT THIS. IT'S INTERESTING BECAUSE uh... I think I think this comparison works. Where the the show that we do on the on the radio that we've been doing for about twenty years called Intelligence for Your Life, we basically take big concepts that are that are like five thousand word white papers or or a release from Cleveland Clinic or 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 uh, or or uh, some of your teaching 
or it's uh, it's something about parenting or all that. And we take out take that and turn it into like 250 words, where it's just a it's a it's we curate that information. And so when, when what was it Martin Luther King Jr. said, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step in faith. So the first step for me, to your point, was I needed somebody to curate messages to me from the Bible, not from not from you personally, but from the Bible almost in an entertaining fashion, you know what I mean? Where it was like, I, I really enjoy listening to your messages that have an audience there. So I can hear the audience reacting because, because it makes me feel more, more, more comfortable. And so God used that in your life. Right. But the one thing I love about you and Connie that is so good is that I may have provided you with like a path to walk on, but you have gotten into the Word yourself. Now you are studying on your own. And that's the ultimate. You can use a person uh, to get you started, but ultimately it's like a little baby. You have to spoon feed it at right. first and right. stuff, but the, you aren't going to truly grow and reach yeah. maturity until you get to where you can feed yourself. Also, it's like I'm always telling, you know, kids are asking me, you know, hey, how did you, you know, uh, I want to I write a song or I want to do an album or uh, I want to write, you know, write, write a book. And, and my, my advice is always just, you know, make sure you turn something in, you know, m- meaning mm-hmm. that. A lot of times we'll just listen and we'll listen and we'll listen, or we'll we'll, we'll make a, we'll make a, a to do list today. I'm going to write a thousand words, or you know, or or whatever. But but what you're saying is not only not only reading the word and listening to the word, but be a doer of the word as well. Whether that's laying hands on on somebody or starting a Bible. It's like your is. sports theme supposed to be the greatest sports theme in the history of the world. I guarantee you, if you would have waited until you came up with that thing before you ever did anything, yeah. you'd have never come up with well, that. And, 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 you start. And using that analogy, I wrote that theme on my answering machine. So I was in, I was in Europe, and I knew that NBC was looking for a new sports theme for basketball, and I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a manuscript paper, I didn't have a keyboard, I didn't have a a tape recorder, but I had an idea in my head that popped into my head at 2 a.m., right? So I called back when they were answering machines, 1990. I called my answering machine back in New York and I left a message for myself, you know, and sang the theme, kick, 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 into the, into the machine. <laughs> I came back, there was the machine, and I, I, I figured it out on the piano, right? And then immediately I just, you know, I mixed it all up, but I sent it to NBC without thinking, is this going to work? Is it, you know, whatever. So I know that's a, a secular way of looking at it, but, no, but it is. But it's good. And, uh, like we were saying, back to that question about how do you get started? See, that wasn't the first song that you'd ever written. Right, it wasn't the right, first idea. Right, right, you right, started, right. and probably some of the very first things that you ever came up with, uh, you don't have those today. Right, Certainly other yeah. people aren't aware of it, but that was a part yeah. of you growing to that place. And it's the same thing. You can't wait until you have it all figured out. You just have to get started. Right. And so let's talk about uh, a couple more things. Let's Let's talk about about unbelief. So I'll hear from people all the time, oh my gosh, John, this is amazing that you, that you, you got healed. I love reading about what happened with, with you and Connie. I have faith, but my, my mom, and my mom had faith, but, but my mom died or, or my child died. What is the, are we talking about unbelief? What is the difference between faith and, and unbelief? Well, Jesus said the reason his disciples couldn't cast a demon out was because of their unbelief. One of the modern translations says because of your little faith, but it literally is because of your unbelief because the rest of that verse goes on to say, if your faith is like a grain of mustard seed, stressing how small it is, that's enough to see a mountain removed and cast into the sea. 
SO YOU DON'T HAVE TO HAVE HUGE FAITH, BUT YOU HAVE TO HAVE A PURE FAITH THAT ISN'T DILUTED OR COUNTERBALANCED BY UNBELIEF. AND I DON'T THINK MOST PEOPLE THINK THAT WAY. LIKE IF THEY HAVE CANCER LIKE WHAT YOU DID, THEY JUST START THINKING, I'VE GOT TO BELIEVE GOD. AND SO THEY START TRYING TO BUILD THEIR FAITH, BUT THEY DON'T EVER DEAL WITH THEIR UNBELIEF. IN YOUR SITUATION, YOU'D HAD FAMILY MEMBERS DIE OF CANCER, AND YOU HAD AN IMAGE, AN IMAGINATION OF DEATH. YOU SAW YOURSELF DEAD. YOU SAW YOURSELF SICK AND SUFFERING. I SAW MYSELF IN HOSPICE. AND SEE, THAT IS UNBELIEF. AND SO WHAT YOU'VE GOT TO DO IS NOT ONLY BUILD FAITH, BUT YOU'VE GOT TO DESTROY THAT UNBELIEF. AND HOW DO YOU DO THAT? YOU DO IT BY FOCUSING YOUR ATTENTION UPON GOD. AND GOD, I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE SERIES ON THIS ENTITLED HARDNESS OF HEART, BUT GOD MADE OUR HEART SO THAT WHATEVER YOU FOCUS UPON BECOMES DOMINANT IN YOUR LIFE. YOU BECOME SENSITIVE TO AND DOMINATED BY IT. WHATEVER YOU NEGLECT, YOU JUST START BEING HARDENED TOWARDS IT. YOU MIGHT STILL BE ABLE TO RETAIN THE the FACTS, BUT IT NO LONGER IS IMPACTING YOU. AND I BELIEVE HE MADE OUR HEART THIS WAY BECAUSE WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND WE ARE GOING TO BE EXPOSED TO LIKE RELATIVES THAT DIED. AND THAT'S JUST A FACT. SO HOW DO YOU DEAL WITH IT? IF YOU DON'T FOCUS ON IT, INSTEAD YOU FOCUS ON THAT I'M A NEW CREATURE, THAT BY THE STRIPES OF JESUS I'M HEALED, AND YOU FOCUS ON THAT, YOU CAN RETAIN THE KNOWLEDGE AND REMEMBER THAT THESE PEOPLE DIED, BUT YOU CAN SAY, MAN, THAT'S NOT ME, AND YOU AREN'T DOMINATED BY IT. YOU you HAVE DECREASED, DONE AWAY WITH THAT UNBELIEF THROUGH JUST NEGLECTING That's IT. Good. SO HOW MUCH LONGER ARE YOU GOING TO, ARE, ARE YOU GOING TO BE DOING THIS? Uh, PEOPLE ALWAYS like, ASK ME THAT QUESTION, SO I'M GOING TO ASK YOU. YOU KNOW, I'M GOING TO, I'M GOING TO BE MINISTERING till THE DAY I GO TO BE WITH JESUS. I WAS WITH ORAL ROBERTS JUST A FEW MONTHS BEFORE HE DIED. HE WAS 90, I THINK HE WAS 94 OR SOMETHING LIKE THAT, AND HE WAS HAVING TROUBLE GETTING AROUND, BUT HE yeah. HAD PEOPLE INTO HIS HOME AND HE WAS MINISTERING TO HIM AND HE PRAYED OVER IN JAMIE AND ME. AND I MEAN, IT MADE A DIFFERENCE. AND SO BECAUSE OF THE BIBLE SCHOOL, I COULD SEE MYSELF, IF I'M A HUNDRED OR WHATEVER, THAT I CAN COME IN AND MINISTER AS MUCH AS I WANT TO OR AS LITTLE AS I WANT TO. AND I THINK I'LL BE MINISTERING till I GO TO BE WITH THE LORD. BUT THERE'S there's A GUY WHO'S KIND OF A MENTOR OF MINE, AND RIGHT NOW HE'S 83, AND HE'S STRONGER THAN HE'S EVER BEEN. AND SO I I THINK I'VE GOT AT LEAST AS MUCH FAITH AS HE DOES. SO I EXPECT MYSELF TO BE GOING STRONG INTO THE 80s. THAT'S AWESOME. ANDREW WOMACK, THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR BEING being WITH ME. THANKS, JOHN. I APPRECIATE YOU AND CONNIE. YOU ALL ARE BLESSINGS. THANK YOU. I BELIEVE THAT YOU'VE BEEN BLESSED THIS WEEK AS WE HAVE INTERVIEWED JOHN TESH AND THEN AS HE INTERVIEWED ME TODAY. AND uh, I TELL YOU, WE'VE JUST BEEN HAVING A GREAT TIME VISITING PERSONALLY, AND I KNOW THAT YOU'VE BEEN BLESSED TO HEAR ALL THE GREAT THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE IN JOHN AND CONNIE'S LIFE. WE HAVE MATERIALS AVAILABLE THAT YOU CAN GET. OF COURSE, YOU CAN GO TO JOHN'S WEBSITE AND GET HIS BOOK DIRECTLY, BUT WE ENCOURAGE YOU TO TAKE ADVANTAGE OF THESE MATERIALS. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU THIS INFORMATION. WE HOPE YOU ENJOYED TODAY'S INTERVIEW WITH JOHN TESH. IF YOU'D LIKE MORE INFORMATION ABOUT JOHN TESH OR HIS BOOK TITLED RELENTLESS, UNLEASHING A LIFE OF PURPOSE, GRIT, AND FAITH, VISIT HIS WEBSITE AT JOHNTESHRELENTLESS.COM. THIS IS THE CD COLLECTION THAT ANDREW AND I WERE TALKING ABOUT WHEN WE WERE HAVING A CONVERSATION, A BETTER WAY TO PRAY. THIS IS THE CD THAT MY WIFE PUT INTO OUR our CAR STEREO SYSTEM, AND FOR AN HOUR WE WERE DRIVING AROUND LISTENING TO SOMETHING I'D NEVER HEARD BEFORE. I GREW UP IN THE CHURCH, BUT I HAD NEVER REALIZED THAT I WAS PRAYING AND BEGGING GOD. I WAS PRAYING THE WRONG WAY AND THAT THERE WAS A BETTER WAY TO PRAY. AND ONCE I GOT THE REVELATION OF THAT, THROUGH THIS CD SERIES, I WAS ABLE TO GET HEALED. 
So we're going to make this our gift to you. You can get this book absolutely free. We'll offer the CD set for a gift of any amount. And the same teaching that God used to change John's life can change yours. So listen to our announcer as he gives you this information. Please call or write today. You can get Andrew's book titled, A Better Way to Pray, in either English or Spanish, absolutely free when you contact us. This offer is limited to one free book per household and is only available in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. A Better Way to Pray is also available as either a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast and as a companion study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. You know, I've got great news for those of you who've been wanting to partake of Karis, but you just can't move. You can't seem to uh, find how to fit it into your schedule. We now have what we call eCaris on this little iPad, and you get all of the first year courses here. There's a total of 39 courses, eight hours teaching per course. So that I think is 312 hours worth of teaching. It's loaded on here so that you don't have to have an internet connection. It comes with headphones, wireless headphones. And this way you can take advantage of the first year of Karis curriculum, whatever your situation is. And you can interact with our staff. You take tests. They know where you are in this process. It's just a great way to take advantage of it. Check it out, eCaris. Bring Karis with you wherever you go with our new Karis app. Free to download, the Karis app allows you to easily access everything Karis Bible College has to offer in one place. Download your app today. I'd like to invite you to join me for Karis Days. And this is a live stream event where you aren't coming to our Woodland Park campus, but instead you go to our website, you find the nearest campus to you, and you go to that campus and we will be live streaming there. You will be able to see what your local campuses look like. Uh, you'll be able to meet with the staff there and to get a taste of it. And it's just gonna be a great event. We would like you to come and participate and find out if uh, Karis is something that God has for you to do. So check it out. The dates are on your screen, how you can contact us and check out your local Karis Bible College ready to get more out of God's Word than ever before? We gladly announce the Andrew Womack Living Commentary. This continuously updated Living Commentary is now available exclusively as a download for both Mac and Windows at awmi.net. 
I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE ALL OF YOU PARENTS TO SEND YOUR KIDS TO OUR KINGDOM YOUTH CONFERENCE ON JULY THE 10TH THROUGH THE 11TH RIGHT HERE AT OUR FACILITIES AT Caris BIBLE COLLEGE. THIS IS THE SECOND YEAR THAT WE'VE HOSTED THIS. AND I TELL YOU, LAST YEAR WE SAW HUNDREDS AND HUNDREDS OF YOUNG PEOPLE GET THEIR LIFE JUST RADICALLY CHANGED. I TELL YOU, YOU NEED TO BECOME A FORCE FOR GOOD IN YOUR CHILD'S LIFE. IT'S SOMETIMES HARD TO DO ON YOUR OWN. WE'RE THERE TO HELP YOU. SO MAKE SURE THAT YOU SEND THEM ON JULY THE 10TH THROUGH THE 11TH TO Caris BIBLE COLLEGE FOR OUR KINGDOM YOUTH CONFERENCE. HAVE YOU CHECKED OUT THE INSIDE STORY YET? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net.